Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 27 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Laura Clendonla, podiatrist and health business mentor. The title of today's podcast is, um, well, it might be somewhat controversial, it is why you should avoid some clinic owners like the plague. So the reason I've decided to talk about this um, is I was listening to um, somebody speaking recently and they said that you should be selective who you share your dreams with. And I have to say I, I, I empathize with that and I, I agree with it. Um, running your own business is a tough gig. It has an awful lot of ups and downs, especially in the early stages, especially if, like most podiatrists, we have little or no clue how to run a business, how to do our finances. Most of my coaching clients, when I ask them about profit and loss and accounting, they haven't a notion, just like I hadn't a notion. And it's something that they don't relish getting into, knowing the numbers. Um, I remember when, before things improved for me, I used to actually put my head in the sand and not even look at my bank account because... It was such a bad state that I didn't want to know. So, so I understand that running a business is an extremely tough thing to do. Um, just look at what's happened over this year. Um, here we are now at the end of July 2020 and um, we've gone through the coronavirus and lockdown, which is not something you can ever really predict is going to happen it's something that you hear has happened in history books but here in 2020 it's really not expected um but business owners are a resilient lot and the vast majority of them um have survived and they've reopened their clinic despite the fact that there would have been panic at the start not knowing how long this was going to last and 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 what it meant for their business they have 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 a tough skin that's why they open their own business because they tend to be people who are um uh quite resilient and want to be their own boss and they have a certain degree of stubbornness um they tend to have a steely disposition and also a sense of optimism which i kind of talked about in the last um podcast episode 26 where we discussed the most common traits that successful clinic owners have in common um so yeah it is a tough gig and let's be honest you can feel certain times like it isn't worth it um especially if things aren't going well and anybody who tells you that um everything is great all of the time they're lying um it's just not possible um even me who owns a clinic and works as a as a mentor i have troubles in work where it might be staff it might be a a complaint from a patient or whatever and sometimes it can get in under your skin and you need to be tough and you need to have the resilience to push on through this 
Otherwise, you won't be able to keep it up and you will burn out. Your business will start to suffer. Um, it may even see a downturn because you don't have the, the, the mental capacity to keep going through it all. However, there is something you need to know and you need to be aware of, be aware of and that is you need to beware of the energy vampire. Now, uh, there is a really good show on um, Netflix uh, called What We Do in the Shadows and it's about a group of, just hear me out here, it's about a group of vampires who live in uh, 2019 in Staten Island and one of them, my favorite character, is Colin. Colin is not a true vampire, as in he does not suck your blood. He is an energy vampire. If you sit with him for too long, he sucks all the good vibe out of you. And we all know people like this, don't we? Uh, We certainly all know podiatrists like this, and I am a podiatrist. Somebody you might meet at a conference and it's all doom and gloom and everything is bad and... Uh, don't do this, don't do that. You'll find them on social media quite a lot. You know the type I'm talking about. You need to beware of hanging out with these people. These are the sort of people that they will tell you not to take a risk. They will be the type of people who will tell you that what you're doing is wrong, that you shouldn't do it this way. Um, They will be the clinic owner who is most vocal in saying that what you were doing won't work in their area. So you might be at a conference and um, somebody will be up giving a uh, talk on business or whatever, and there'll be one or two people who will uh, be quite uh, vocal in their opposition to what they're saying, um, and no matter what, will suggest that this is not appropriate, this is not going to work. It's just the way that they're built. It's it's um, just the way human nature is. But if you're a clinic owner and you're looking to scale your business and to reach financial freedom where you're not tied to your business yet your business is still providing you with the lifestyle you want and treating your patients with good quality care and your staff a, a great work environment you need to avoid these people you need a positive attitude and you need the ability to um, and the mental capacity to push through the tough times and it, it, it can be people in your life that aren't even in the same profession as you it can be your mother it can be your um, wife it can be um, or husband um, it can be any number of people who they don't even necessarily realize that they're doing it, but they're they're very cautious and they're um, cautious to the point where they're almost pulling you back for whatever reasons it might be. Some people will do it because they can't imagine anyone doing it other, um, if they can't do it. Some people will do it because they're out of love, that they feel they have to protect you and therefore they have to tell you not to do this. So if you're considering, for example, taking on another staff member and building up your business, they might say to you not to do so. Um, and they put doubts in your head. And you don't have the mental capacity or the mental space for this, these type of people in this role because you need to be able, like I said, to push on when things get tough. It's happened in my own life um, with friends and with family in particular where 
a number of years ago. If you've read my book, um, Podiatry Business Secrets, you, it's no secret from me. I don't hide it that um, I almost lost everything. I, I, I made a complete hames of what I was doing before I started to study business and started to do it right. And at the time that things weren't going well, I tried to share that with members of my, my own family. And the response was that you shouldn't do this. Maybe you should go and get a job. Maybe you shouldn't. When I had decided that with my stubbornness and my desire to be my own boss, but have a successful clinic financially to take on staff and to scale up my clinic, the response was, don't do it. Uh, You're doing it wrong. Do it this way. Now, these were often people who had never done it themselves. They had a safe job themselves. Um, They had never been um, opened their own business and driven on from it. Now, I understood at the time that they were doing it from a point of view of of love. They They were concerned about me. But it made me realize that I would better off not discussing my business with them. So I simply don't do so. What you need to do is surround yourself with people who are positive about what you do. Now, there's a difference between being positive about what you do and being delusional. We all have seen people on Dragon's Den presenting business ideas that they've spent £400,000 on and they've made 50 quid and they're convinced that they're going to make some money. This is delusional. Um, I'm talking about people who are positive and uh, constructive in their criticism and in their suggestions of what you do. Not people who are pulling you back and saying you simply can't do it. Um, and I, even whether I describe this right or not, you know the type of people I'm talking about. You'll see them all over Facebook, on certain Facebook groups. When somebody says something that's outside of the norm or what everyone is doing, um, they'll they'll lacerate you, they'll eviscerate you, and they'll, they, they'll suggest that this is not right, this is somewhat unethical if you're trying to make money. Um, you want to stay away from these people. My father always says to me, "You want uh, people are sheep, and if everybody is saying a certain thing, then maybe you need to question why does everybody say the same thing. Um, so, Part of that would be getting some mentors or getting some mentorship. Now, I don't even mean getting someone like me, but it might be um, somebody that you know, a friend that runs a business that you can sit down and have a cup of coffee or go for a pint with if the pub's ever open again, um, that you can just go over, look, this is the idea I'm having, what do you think, etc. Personally, I have found having mentors has really changed my life. Um, it what it has done is it has it has allowed me the uh, space to discuss what's going on and to look at it from both sides from having someone have an outside opinion of what it is I've been doing and point out maybe the mistakes that I could be making and in a positive way say show me an alternative way of doing it so have mentors now it doesn't necessarily have to be someone you pay like I would look on my own wife who is a nurse and she also handles all the the accounting for me i would look her on her as a mentor i will always sit down and chat with her because i know she'll tell me the truth but she has a fairly positive disposition so she'll ask me when i have some mad idea what's the positives and what's the negatives what could go wrong and then she'll think about it and then she'll tell me the truth and more often than not she'll tell me to go ahead and give it a go 
So it, it, it can be a combination of people you pay and it can be a common pay combination of people you trust. But you want to make sure that you you avoid having the conversations, these sort of conversations, with people who will suck the energy out of you and your ability to scale up your business and reach your goals. Have different conversations with them. So I no longer really have conversations, any meaningful conversations with certain members of my own friends or family about my business. I'll talk to them about something else. I'll talk about the weather or holidays or whatever happens to be, but it won't be... Um, it won't be about uh, my business. I find that when I work with um, my coaching clients that aside from talking about the nuts and bolts of scaling up their business and um, giving them advice and tutorials on how to do these things such as Google Ads and developing a proper website and so on, um, it can often be, in most cases, there is a significant part of a, a psychological session whereby my role is to help them develop their positive mindset. Now, they, they usually have a positive mindset to begin with. That's why they, they'll contact me and start working with me to begin with. But they may get knockbacks from week to week. Something might happen and they'll need a little bit of help to um, steady them again and get them back on the path again. So my strong advice to you is to limit your circle that you're, that you're going to... Uh, discuss or have influence on you and your business and moving on your business to people who have a more positive one and avoid those who have a more negative um, viewpoint. So until next week, this is Lorcan Dunla, Podiatry Business Mentor, signing out.